Yo, 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 it's the Art Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor St. Aubin. Art Speaker is a part of the nonprofit organization Art Speak. Go to artspeak.co. You find out everything you need to know. This week we have illustrator Caitlin Despain. Caitlin actually is one of our alumni for our Presents events. We do a monthly event in Indianapolis called Art Speak Presents. It's a long-form interview where we talk about um, you just the artist's story, like where they grew up, how everything influenced their artwork, and we just ask them a ton of question, questions. So um, really enjoyed my time with her. She is just she's super laid back, really, really cool. Um, yeah, I think this is one of my favorite episodes that we've done so far. Um, yeah, Caitlin's a great person. Uh, Art Speak, if you think... If you like what we're doing, we're on Patreon. You can support us. But I think we're, our hope is to grow. We want to grow events. We want to grow another thing. So just reach out to us at info at artspeakcommunity.com. And, uh, yeah, we can just chat a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the Art Speaker Podcast with illustrator Caitlin Despain. Was there, where was the cat? Was it like I, so walking well, around in the hallway or something? No, we, um, it was outside. Okay. The cat was sitting outside. Okay. And then the next thing we know, it was like at the door. <laughs> like it had followed you guys all the way back here? Yeah. So it was super weird. And then it was like pawing under, yeah, you can just like yeah. pull up to that, whatever yeah. you need to gotcha. do to get it. Um, We're good. But yeah, I, um. And then we have we have no idea how it got. I'm guessing somebody came in. I don't know. Unless... That just makes me sad because I feel like the cat wants to hang out with us now. We yeah, left it but outside. I'm a oh, is water. He's, is he's oh, thank you. The cat. The, I, think it was a she. I don't know. She. Yeah. It. It's just a cat. <laughs> I just I don't. I don't like cats. Okay. At all. I. I'm just. I. I, I think I grew. Well, my mom is like. I don't like think petri- you can say that on the podcast. I, well, I, I just did, but. Um, my mom's like petrified of them. She was attacked as a kid, mm-hmm. so she's like terrified. And then my sister that would be was really like, scary. <laughs> she yeah. And then this one time we went to, it's like Disneyland or something. Uh-huh. Like we or we went somewhere, and they were showing like back in the day how they used to do like special effects. Yeah. So there's a special effect of a cat. This massive cat was like they like blew it up, made it huge, and then it had this fake massive paw. So it was like, you see the cat in the background, and then this fake paw, like, pawing, and my mom was, like, the volunteer, and oh she was, God. like, She's she just... was, like, laughing and crying, and she was just, like, because oh. she was, like, so scared, but, yeah, I just, I don't, I'm a dog guy. <laughs> dogs, like, yeah, you know, dogs are just, like, this is what I want from you. Yeah. They're straightforward. Cats are too ambiguous. And I know. like. You have to work for my love. Yeah, I know. So, but the cats I've been coming into contact with recently, I don't feel like I have to do anything. Really? No. But see, I think yeah, like I said, those like those cats are like super rare. Yeah, and when you find, I just want to take all of them Mm -hmm. and own all of them because they're so sweet. The one last night was sitting in my lap, and then I was like rubbing her neck, and she like put her neck back and looked at me, and we made eye contact, and I was like, "This cat (laughs) sees me." Yeah, yeah it was pretty amazing. I see. But she you. looked like really groomed, so I was like, this is someone's animal. I'm yeah, just going to take absolutely. her. Absolutely. I wanted to, though. Yeah. 
cats groom themselves. <laughs> no, she was a, a Siamese, but she was really like fluffy. But oh. you can tell that like she had been manicured. Okay. All all chopped up nicely. I like uh yeah. I like a well groomed cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I like my cat like I like my uh men uh, groomed. <laughs> do you like I your men groomed? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. Do you do your thing. How's your weekend been? It's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you anything cool? I went to La Fountain and pet cats. That's oh, what I did. That's cool. Yeah, I know. Um, I really just worked all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, w- like On work, stuff. work or just like uh, wedding stuff? Art, art stuff. Art stuff. Yeah. Can you um, tell me about that? So I have a show at the Arts Garden on Wednesday. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. So I'm preparing for that and it all, it kind of came up really fast. Um, just kind of snuck up on me. It was one of those things that like I agreed to do a long time ago and then like Hadn't been reminded of it since. Yeah. Until she sent me an email like hey, just a couple weeks in. ago. Like, and she's like, so your show's shoot. this day. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. What are you, what um, are you doing? Uh, so it's like I'm doing, doing screen prints. Um, so I'm just kind of working with stuff I've been doing lately. So kind of bridging the gap between illustration and kind of like the designs I've been doing for um, like my wedding services, which has been interesting to like recycle that material. Um, But I'm doing like florals mixed with like geometric shapes. It's really not like in depth. (laughs) It <laughs> oh. doesn't require a lot of thinking. That's cool. No, but... Um, it sounds dope. Yeah. I just think for me, I enjoy the process of screen printing so much that I think it's just going to be really enjoyable to create everything, and that's what I'm looking forward to most. Do you have to have like a, a, like a screen printing kit? Um, I actually have... Uh, I don't have space at Cathead, but I have oh, like okay, an all, cool. I have a 24-hour access <clears throat> key. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, is that... You like that? Uh, I just started it okay. like a couple weeks ago because they've always contacted me when they have studio space, but gotcha. I always had had my own studio yeah. space in my house and stuff. Um, so I didn't need to pay that extra fee a month to yeah. like just have something external. For, for the people who don't know what Cathead Press is, um, Cathead Press drop, is drop a uh, yeah, it's a nonprofit. Um, it's located um, on Washington Street. Um, is it in Irvington? Is that considered Irvington? It might be. Yeah. I think it is. Um, it's a print shop, um, so you can do screen printing, um, all other types of printing, honestly. They have a really cool gallery there, too, cool. um, that's finished really nice. Um, it's it's on the smaller scale of ga- as far as galleries go, but it looks really good. Okay. Um, and then they have studios up top. So I think they have, like, I think it's maybe, like, five or six studio spaces. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, and is it, you just, don't you like pay like a membership fee or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, so not to get into like pricing, because I don't know if that's like, I don't know, people sometimes don't like to talk money. Whatever. <laughs> um, but that it's a hundred a month for um, the all access pass. But you get to use um, all of the photo emulsion there, which is um, what you cover your screen in to create the, um, like the image on your screen. Um, you can use the ink. Cool. So really all you're paying for is like paper. Gotcha. Really? Because, and you'd have to have your own screen, yeah. obviously. But and then can you, don't people like print shirts there and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie did. Okay. But that's because um, she had, that was her own thing. Like oh, that, gotcha. that t-shirt printing <clears throat> machine. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. T-shirt. T-shirt, t-shirt printing machine. machine. Yeah. yeah. But that was hers. Um, and then she's no longer 
She doesn't have a space there anymore. Okay. So she took it with her. I think she works out of home now cool. or something. But. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I like people doing cool things. Yeah. In indie and like, I think screen printing something I've always wanted to mess with. Or And I know like a lot of artists are like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But did, I mean, do they I, have like a good crowd there? Yeah, they do. Um, they uh, have gallery openings all the time. They have workshops all the time too, um, which nice. is really nice. So like if anyone has never screen printed oh. before... Thank you so wow, much. You're welcome. I know. I need to stop. I, I fidget gosh. with my. Oh my gosh. Oh, Every podcast, I fidget with my ring. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just like. Well, here, I would do that too. And it's super, like, spongy, you know? It is. Yeah. I actually. So, I anticipated it being, like, shell material. Yeah. That's the kind. Of, like, it's kind of got. It's called unicorn. Oh. Um, but it's, like, it's made of unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Like actual unicorn. Yeah. Like the meat of the, a unicorn or uh, I think it's the mane. Okay. Of it. But yeah, it's, it's supposed to have like a pearl finish type thing. Yeah. But I'm always like fidgeting with it. And then it inevitably always like rolls over. Well I think over since it's squishy, person. I would probably play with it too. Yeah. Then it's just like playing with play doh. Yeah, I think it's it's one of these things in um You in, should just have play doh on the table during your podcast. I could. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool actually. That would be fun. Ethan, write that down. Take notes. Um, <laughs> um, no, in high school, there was like this guy who was a great actor, mm-hmm. but only if he had something to kind of fidget with or like had something else in his hand to kind of like, like draws that certain like whatever his, the energy that's like distracting him. Mm-hmm. So he used to like have a paper clip with him that he'd kind of fidget with or a newspaper. Yeah. And he was like uh, incredible. So I just always kind of like, sometimes I pick that up where if like, I'm like, oh, I just did something. Um, like if I'm doing a podcast or like on stage or something, if I'm doing something else, it's a lot easier for me to yeah like interact. Yeah. With, like, well, it's like when I'm on the phone, I find my, I need like, if I, I don't know, like calling my insurance company or something, it's really, I know I'm going to be on the phone for a long time. Yeah. I feel like I'm always like drawing little circles sure. on paper and I feel like it's the same thing. It like keeps you focused in like. I don't know. Like, I would assume, like, so you're a musician, you work with your hands a lot. And same goes for me. So I feel like when you're doing something and you're not doing anything with your hands, you're just, like, fidgeting. Yeah. Dude, I never followed up with you about that piece that we want to get. Oh, yeah. I should have brought it tonight. You should have, but that's... I forgot. No, it's... I Because my wife just got back into town. Okay. I legitimately just woke up from, like, a two-hour nap. Really? It's and cool. It like, I just watched Ant Man and was yeah. laying on the couch oh, the, and then came here. The new so. one or the old one? The old one. Okay. Yeah. I just I've saw, seen it before, but I just saw the new one. Was it good? It was good. It was um Okay. I feel like I I feel terrible for saying this, but like I I think Ant Man is like the forgotten Avenger. Well, yeah, because they he wasn't even in, in Infinity War. I yeah. thought he was going to be. Yeah, that was kinda weird. And oh. then wait, no, oh, wait, he no. or was he briefly? Like, super briefly. Uh, you should see the new one. Oh. <laughs> Might explain something. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I just, I feel like, like, the last Thor was so epic and really funny. Um, like, Civil War was really good. A lot of, they're just, like, heavy hitters, and Ant-Man just kind of, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, I'll support him, too, I guess, because he's, like, in the crowd. <laughs> Twist but, my arm. <laughs> yeah. I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. I know. I think. That's the thing about that movie is just the actor yeah. is what makes me like it so much. <laughs> sure. So, but um, yeah, we're probably going to go see the new one cool. this weekend nice. or Friday or something because 
we have a Fandango card Do you? as a wedding what gift. Is, what is, oh, like a yeah. gift card? Yeah, someone gave us okay. a gift card as a present and that's was like, dope. take yourself on a date night. And I was like, that's have, such a good idea. Have you heard of MoviePass? Yes. Sorry. Explain <laughs> your attitude. <laughs> my attitude goes with my mom. Um, well, she got MoviePass like uh, back when it was like, I don't know. Everyone was skeptical. Yeah. Yeah, I think my mom and my aunt were probably one of the first people ever to get movie mm-hmm. pass. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, you know. So I asked, I call her. And I'll be like, what'd you do today? And she's like, I went to a movie. And like, that's all. She always said that. And so she went to the movies all the time. Yeah. So I was just like, do you do anything it's, else? Yeah. I, I, I think they're going to probably go under. I they, think so, too. There's been, no way. They've to, been changing so much. Like, because when I got it, it was like 10 bucks a month, unlimited movies. That's what my mom but had, But I too. think... And I think I'm grandfathered in because I, that's, yeah, whatever. I've been, I've been a member for so long, but the new members are like yeah. four movies a month, I believe. Didn't they get rid of that though? Oh, they may have. I think they implemented something and then they're like, oh wait, sorry. Cause yeah, everyone yeah, got yeah. mad. Like, yeah. But also it's like the same thing as free music. Like you sure. can't just not pay for these things. And yeah. people are like, what do you mean? I can't pay $10 a month and watch unlimited movies. Yeah. Like. But they have this new thing where it's peak hours. So if I go to a movie (laughs) on a Friday night, I have to pay an additional charge. Oh, well. And I'm just like, eh. I mean, I get it. Yeah. It's like they want to be sustainable. But at the same time, I'm like, my expectation is I pay $10 a month. (laughs) I'm grandfathered in. Yeah. God. (laughs) It's crazy. You're like an entitled middle-aged woman. absolutely an entitled (laughs) middle-aged woman. But... (laughs) Yeah, I like it. A okay, lot. cool. Yeah. How did you how did you feel about the uh the event that we did? For some of yeah. you who don't know, um <laughs> Caitlin was a featured artist for Artspeak Presents, which is a monthly event held in Indy. It's like a long form interview. Mm-hmm. And that was fun for me. Yeah. How did you feel? It was really good. Mutual. Yeah. No, yeah. it was great. I, I haven't um like gotten up and spoken about my work before in front of people. So that was a completely different and yeah. new experience. Um, I blacked out. I thought we were only up there for like 10 minutes. We were. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <It was> crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. How time flies. No, uh, I think um, I was just listening to this podcast. They're talking about um, this. I, I can't remember if it was a doctor. He like talked about there's this, it's like the flow meter. And when you're, in the flow meter, that's when like time like flies by. Mm, yeah. So you must have been in the flow meter. Or I guess so. It's the flow meter sounds really inspirational. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. Um, I think the main thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to. I mean, the only reason why people come out to those things is to. It's either like they're not that they're lacking anything, but they go there to find inspiration that they're seeking. Yeah. And so I didn't know if I was going to be able to supply that for people. You know, and I think that was my main insecurity. Like, sure. will people come and listen to me and be like, oh, this was really inspirational. Yeah. I think that was my own thing. And I kind of like psyched myself I th- out a little I bit. I think that's... I also followed Elle, which was oh, the nice. big thing. Yeah, Elle was because super dope. That, and when I went to her show, I was like, this yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. So I it's think the I whole, um, uh, there's, it's like the, the hypocrisy, the artist like hypocrisy thing mm-hmm. where we all think we're hypocrites. So I listened to a Paul McCartney interview okay, and he's just talking about, he's like, I'm afraid that people are going to find out that I'm a fraud and I'm a big <laughs> hypocrite. And the guy who's interviewing me is like, 
but you're Paul McCartney. So it's like crazy that even like artists of that caliber are still feeling totally the, like, I'm, I don't think I can offer yeah. anybody. Yeah. Anything. I know if, if Paul McCartney feels that way, I am screwed for sure. Yeah. For, I, yeah. I just think, I think that's just like the creative, <laughs> that the creative do. curse of just like uh-huh. forever yeah. being insecure. I know, but it was great. I met a lot of really nice people yeah. and, um, I got a really, a lot of good feedback afterwards. Cool. So that made me feel good on like your work. Or Both just, just your, the talk, your talk. Yeah. yeah. Just the talk and the work and everything. Yeah. Um, it's just funny because when you're trying to express yourself to people, you'll say one thing and then you'll move on to a different topic and then you'll think of something better that yeah. you should have said. Not to replace it, but something that just like explained yourself better. Because it's, it's hard to like get up there and talk about yourself and get people to know you in like 50 yeah. minutes. I don't know. Sorry. No, you're fine. Burps. <laughs> I have this really bad. Every time we do this, I'm just like all about the burps. Well, maybe it's because you're drinking. Oh, just kidding. You haven't. This is a coffee (laughs) and it's called High Brew and I got it at the... uh, Did you get Whole Foods? No. No. This is from... You said that with a scowl. The mobile gas station right by my house across the street from Burger King. Oh, maybe that's why. It's probably going to be bad. But I just... No, I just woke up from that nap and it was one of those naps where... I was completely out cold. Yeah, and you woke up and you're And like, I woke up, I'm like, it was like 5.45, I'm like, oh crap, I gotta do this podcast. At least we were on the same page. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, so I think we, I mean, we always talk about random different things within the podcast, and um, but I'm curious for you as somebody who's, I mean, you're, I mean, would you call yourself like a hobbyist? Or like, well, because I'm trying to figure out my words are just escaping me. Not a hobbyist in terms. Your face is looking at me. No, I'm, like, tr- I'm trying about? to like draw well, it out of you. Well, like, um, <laughs> yeah, just keep trying. Um, <laughs> like, because you powers. don't make a living uh-huh. from your artwork yeah. necessarily. I yeah. mean, because you do. No, I know what you mean. Some stuff. I don't so know. I'd be curious. I, I'm always curious to see like for our artists who are in that yeah. limbo of like, well, I have a nine to five job. I like, think. How do you define? I think hobbyist is just like, okay. I think if you're doing something specific and you're like, oh, well, this isn't my full-time job and I don't make a, is it bad? It's really bad. It's bad. bad. Uh, It's like really (laughs) bad. He just made the worst face ever. Oh, it. Um, Oh, yeah. I'll probably drink it because I need the caffeine, but. Do it. Just power through. Man, that's really bad. (laughs) Um, High brew coffee. Do not get it. <laughs> there we go. This is an anti-sponsor. Wow. Can Continue. I try it? Hope they Do you want to try it? It's not great. <laughs> Do I need to... Oh. It doesn't even taste like coffee. Can I try it too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. It smells okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I, okay, you know what? Can I, I, guess can I be honest? It's not as bad as you made it seem. Well, I, I think I, I think when I initially approached <laughs> it, the drama queen. <laughs> I, when I initially approached it, I was like, coffee. And then I drank, I'm like, that's not coffee. No. But now that I'm like well, warming up to it, I'm just like, okay. How much sugar is in this really, though? Probably like 14 grams or something. It tastes like... Shut up. Oh. No, I didn't. <laughs> how, did you, how many calories? 90. Oh, stop. 
Stop. Well, that was on the outside. No. It was on the, there's oh, a big that's 90. so, that's not fair. Oh, uh, I remember, many, I remember saying that. How many grams of protein? Uh, four. Not nah, two. Not nah, two. So yeah, you know, we thought you were yeah. a psychic for two seconds, yeah. but um um anyway yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i just i i didn't expect to have that reaction when i was like oh oh god um but continue on your hobbyist yeah um thought i feel like people who especially artists who were like oh well this isn't the way i make my living like this isn't the bulk of my salary Mm -hmm. so i can't really call myself an artist because i'm not doing this full time i think they're not giving themselves enough credit sure i think i don't know i think that's like a bunch of bs honestly to be like oh i'm just a hobbyist because like i can understand like for me so it's like okay well i do my nine to five job where i'm a visual artist um at a architecture firm but then i also do the wedding industry but then i also am an illustrator Mm -hmm. and like design logos and marketing material for businesses and then also do art shows like i'm about to yeah so i feel like i definitely have my toes in a bunch of different stuff but i wouldn't say i'm a hobbyist because i i practice art Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe people might see not doing art like if they can't do art full time they're like oh well I'm this is just my hobby but I know a lot of people who they consider their hobby quote unquote um, their job and then they need that other thing to support to pay for what they job. want to yeah, do yeah, yeah. so um, and like a lot of people like my friend who's a photographer <clears throat> Um, she is her full-time photographer now, but when you start out, you can't just like jump right into it sure. unless, you know, I don't know. You, you got have that tr- like, you got that trust fund. You got a trust, you, know? you have a yeah, trust hey. fund, you're a trust fund baby or something. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have to either have a part-time job to support yeah. themselves while they're trying to, I don't know, make their dreams come true. So as you're like stuff. trying to figure all this out, like how do you, how do you define success for yourself? Uh, I think right now I'd probably say I define success just by being busy because I'm so busy Yeah, and I don't sometimes, especially right now, I don't feel like busy necessarily means that like I'm making money off of that because I'm doing a lot of free stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think success is in the process and the free stuff I'm doing is just exposure so then, like, success follows. How do you feel about that free stuff? I've I've talked to a lot of artists and they're like... No. If you're doing free stuff for other creatives, you're like, I don't really care. No, but for other people, the, where they're like, hey, I'll give you some exposure, you yeah. know, some corporate you like know, schmo, you know, it's like, get you on kinda, my face. Man. You have to, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like you have to be s- not saying that I'm super smart, but I feel like I've done it enough to like weed through the stuff that's not worth it and the stuff yeah. that might be. Um, so, like, they're like, I've gone to networking events where i was like wow that was a total waste of my time and um where i've paid to go to those things or um i just designed itineraries for an event and um it didn't really seem like i had enough of a payoff because i designed all for this big event but i didn't really see the outcome because i didn't um i didn't gain any followers on instagram or anything like no one was really like paying attention but then you have like specific parameters now that as you do like free work or whatever um i don't there's like okay if i can't get x amount of instagram like i know for my band it's basically like is there a crowd of over 100 people 
or is there mm-hmm. money involved? And that's and like, if it's n- yeah. either if it's neither of those, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless it's a buddy, then like, hey, help us out. We're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to start being selective. Like, for example, if another uh, bridal salon, I hope no one's listening. Oh my god, was that uh, you? It was. Are you serious? What do you mean? That was so rude. We're in a podcast. I know. <laughs> oh my god. <I'm> just <gasps> oh my god. Says the uh, guy who called you a hobbyist. I know, yeah. yeah. yeah I know. And who interrupted well, me I, to, it, to, to in my defense, it was like it's not that I'm trying to like lessen you as an artist. It's more of just like like a profession. Like there's a prof- like I make my living from my artwork and yeah. then I don't make my maybe I should just say that. No. You know, and that's kind of my professional is I make my living. Hobbyist is I don't make my living. But they're both artists. Yeah. If that makes sense. You can disagree. Uh, that would be no, great. No, I don't let's know. Let's geek it out. It's hard. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, he's had his coffee. He's up. Um, I I don't know. I, I agree on both terms, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like, I can see both sides, definitely. Um, I just think that you can't be successful if you just think, oh, this is just my hobby. Like, yeah. no one sees me as a professional. And, like, you're creating those walls for yourself yeah. versus... I am professional at this. I'm doing as much as I can while I have this other job that pays like the most of my bills. Sure. Like I see no shame in that. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's great. Yeah. So it's hard. I feel like that's a fine line that you walk. Like I think everyone should just be able to call themselves professionals if like they're actually um, acting like a professional, Mm -hmm. working like a professional, you know, like nonstop trying to perfect your craft and like, get out there as much as you can and what is your like outlet so i've talked to, uh, with a lot of creatives and a, a challenge is, is like their creative outlet uh-huh. or i'm sorry like what they do creatively is their outlet and then all of a sudden they're doing it a bunch and mm-hmm. then they don't have like an outlet does that make sense yeah like um because you're like i mean you're doing your wedding yeah. stuff you're doing uh-huh. A ton of creative things. Like, what do you do to like unplug? Oh my god! A little bit. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just, Nothing. Just sit on the couch and watch Ant Man. Just watch Ant Man. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I met um, a girl today because I did a styled shoot today for um, a, a wedding, which is kind what of is looping. That? that sounds cool. It's cool. It's kind of looping back to talking about free stuff and like what you can do and what you probably shouldn't, and like knowing the yeah. difference. Um, but styled shoots are just vendors who get together who are like, hey, we want new material for our websites or like marketing stuff. So gotcha. they're like um, a, a person who does desserts is like, I'm going to bake a cake. I'll provide the cake. The florist comes and she's like, I'll provide the flowers. And you just like stage a little something for like photographs. Gotcha. Um, but so she the, I was talking to the woman who made the cake and um, I asked her, I was like, um, do you do this professionally? And she's like, no, I, I do maybe like three weddings a year or like I'll do baby showers or birthdays or like kind of like smaller scale. Um, and I was like, oh, well, you know, like is this what you'd want to be doing. She's like, I feel like if this is what I did all the time, I would hate it. Like there was no way I could keep doing it because then what else would I have? Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that up because like, <clears throat> and she said that today and I was like, wow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I don't know, I guess. I just sit on the couch and watch Ant-Man. Yeah. Is how I unplug. That's a good... I think for me, I always... Like a good... Like I I need like a... Like a sloth day. I, like once <laughs> every couple months where I'm just like... Once every I may few do, months? 
Yeah. I'm like I mean, once every two days. Well, yeah. I, well, because like my sloth days are like super sloth. Like I'm just like, I watch like eight movies, uh-huh. you know, and I'm just sitting, I'm like, I haven't moved. Yeah. And I just order takeout. Like, You're and like they just becoming come to me. one with the couch. Yeah, absolutely. But those are like really good for me every once in a while to have just mm-hmm. a day. I'm like, I have nothing. Yeah. I'm going to watch like just in like terrible movies too. Yeah. Nothing like good or thought provoking. Or like you just watch Maury all day or something. Yeah. Maury. Oh, it gets a little. Maury Sharapovich? Maury Povich. Oh, is it po- Wait, where did that, where did I get that other Sh- Maury Showman Povich? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maury <laughs> Povich. But, um, how do you, like, how do you critique your work? Do you, do you bring people in? Do you not? Um, my husband, Wes, is really good at critiquing my work. And I think, um. Ooh, how does that, how does that play out in a, oh, in, a in a marriage? I know. <laughs> Like, we fight. <laughs> no. There's a friend I, of, of ours who, they're both authors, uh-huh. and they're but they're married, but they're like each other's. They're like this like united front of a team, no, but they nice. critique people, and they're always just talking about like, yeah, well, you gotta like put the work aside, uh-huh. or sometimes you gotta put like, right now we're business partners, yeah, and we're gonna talk about this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um. Yeah, he's really good at kind of seeing the things that I don't, especially when I'm working at something for so long and I don't, I'm not able to have fresh eyes when mm-hmm. I look at it. Um, or he'll just be like, oh, that's not my favorite that you've done. And his brutal honesty just kind of makes me reflect on what I've created and been like, okay, mm-hmm. why did he like that other thing over this thing? And then I can look at those elements and then that's kind of how I, I guess, realize my strong suits, if that makes yeah. sense. Um it was really nice being in school and having like the camaraderie of other students and critiques in your classes and kind of talking about the work in depth and like now not having that, it's like, what do I do? Why do you think that goes away after Uh, college? I think there's still like thriving creative communities. I think, um, I, I think critiques are really uncomfortable for a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people can like handle actual critiques so I think it's just like the uncomfortability of critiques just being awful. And so when you're done with school, you're like, well, like when I was done with uh, junior year of high school, we didn't have to take PE anymore. And I was like, I don't have to run for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing where yeah. I don't have to critique anyone else's work in like a room full of all these other but, people. Yeah, But, but it's that's like, what we should do. But it's so good for you. I like know. run like when PE's done, it's great, but running, <laughs> moving your body, getting the blood flowing, you know, it's so good for you. <laughs> I know. And critique is like mm-hmm. so even though it like you take it personally, or mm-hmm. at least I take it personally. Do you? I you totally one of those? Do. Oh yeah. It sucks. Oh my god. I think I've gotten better uh-huh. over the years, but because I think a lot of this is like Do you get really defensive? Well, well I think with songs, a lot of the songs I write are very like i'm processing my emotions okay so it's well, kind of sure. like i mean i i definitely compartmentalize it but i totally get butt hurt sometimes yeah. it's just like <laughs> i wrote this song about this girl who like destroyed me and you're like that's not good you're like excuse me <laughs> my feelings but she did are, destroy yeah me. like why are my feelings valid? you don't so, know me yeah <laughs> but yeah i think i don't know critique is Maybe we should do something i want that. to um well because i'm really close with my friend maggie from um, Heron and we were studio mates our senior year. Um, and she lives in Fountain Square too. So, um, once she just got married, so once things kind of like settle down for her, we're going to be spending more time together. And we're both very honest people when it comes yeah. to our work, especially like we both work really well together. So I'm excited to 
spend more time with her and kind of get back in our mode of working together. Um, because I know that she can give me really good advice and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but I would love to just like create like once a month kind of like little get togethers where people bring whatever they're working on at the time. And we just have like open critiques. Uh, also I feel like that could be better than in college too. Cause then you don't have like the animosity of like yeah. other relationships with students. Yeah. It's a lot more professional, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll... I think that'd be uh, something good. We'll do something. Yeah. That's what Indianapolis needs. That's what the artists need. Oh, my gosh. That's what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because there's some artists. (laughs) I'm like, homie, what what are you doing? Wow. Lay it all out on the table. What is that? Do you want to know their name? I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sweating. Did I put on deodorant? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about this um, mood light in here. Did I already talk about that? I'm into it. I'm, what's well, wrong? well, because we have the overhead light, but there's like an annoying buzz. No, I, I hate overhead. But this lighting. light feels a lot warmer. Yeah, this feels I'm, like creative light. I'm pretty warm right now. Really? Yeah. Oh. Or is it just because you almost like drop the ball? Eh, on- <laughs> no, I just I'm a sweater. <laughs> and name slip. No, I'm um. We're sitting at uh next to my wife at church this morning and. Like, I just, like, like sat up, and she just started rubbing my back, and she's like, oh, you're sweaty. <laughs> and I'm just like, she's like, oh, are you sweaty? It's cold in here. Oh and I'm like, I just... I have I a high produce, body temperature. Yeah. It's like, I just... If my back touches... My butt is warm right now, just okay. because it's touching the seat. I hope your butt's not sweating. I hope not. That's like... <laughs> there's like... You can't even... You can never recover from butt sweat. No. Like, there's no way to, like, even just, like... Are you okay? Yeah. There's, like, no way to, like smooth it over it's just like i got you? butt sweat yeah that's like in like shower when, and get a new pair you know <laughs> yeah i know like there's nothing worse when it's like sweaty and i'm like sitting at church and i get up and then you just see like a butt sweat stain and you're just like oh. is it like i'm like a terrible wooden person. chairs though you sit in or is no, it like they're, fabric like, they're, they're similar to this oh, okay okay good because it's yeah. fabric and then like, what if you get up and it's just like a mark yeah that would be disturbing maybe that's why they don't have chairs like that probably people like you yeah i yeah <laughs> i need those pews you know <laughs> the pews are like the easiest yeah. to like cover up mm-hmm. but yeah my body <laughs> produces a lot of heat yeah no i like this light yeah the, it's it's kind of like a it's a cool like mood light I wanna, lighting is really important it is very important mm-hmm. is it hard to like i've never under i've always tried to draw but there's a disconnect okay. somewhere between my hands and my head. Like that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause I'm just, I think I have a lot of these cool ideas in yeah. my head Yeah. and then I try to execute and it's nothing even like remotely close to Isn't what. Isn't that so weird that like you can see something in your head. Mm-hmm. Like I can be looking at you and be like, I know what your face looks like. And then I draw it and I'm like, I can't like, that looks like a raisin. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, Ew. It's really, and it's really weird for like a lot of creative people who like, I met a ton of musicians who are like incredible singers, songwriters, Mm -hmm. but then they can't like draw at all. There's like, everybody's got like different Mm -hmm. levels of creativity. Yeah. Oh, some can do this. Some can do that. Yeah. That's always been like super fascinating for me. Yeah, I know. It makes, I'm sure there's some kind of explanation is it, is it just motor skills? Is it just like knowing how to, like what? I don't, I, I, I would assume, 
I'm guessing it has to do with something like certain creatives. There's certain things that are easier for them to access. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me to access melody, like playing instruments. Yeah. Other things take more work. Mm-hmm. And I'll speak for myself as a creative. I'm lazy. Okay. I don't. So me drawing, I'm going to have to take a year. Yeah. To learn and to yeah. hone it and to practice. Uh-huh. I don't want to do that yeah. because I'm a terrible creative and it's <laughs> like I could totally, I'm sure I could draw uh-huh. or paint or do something visual, mm-hmm. but I just don't want to do that. So I would be curious if that's similar to other people, but I have I met mean, other creative people who can like Fred can draw decently. He can like sing really well. Yeah. He does. He's kind of like, he can kind of do a lot of They're things. They're rare. Kind of like unicorns. Yeah. Unicorns. Yeah. Speaking of unicorns. Full I know. Circle. <laughs> Is that made of Fred? Yeah, this is a... <laughs> have you ever seen people with thumb rings? Yeah, I used to have one. Oh, sorry. Men with thumb rings. I just... There's something about a man with a thumb ring. And I'm just like, what's up, dude? What's going on? <laughs> like... I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it. I've never... I'm not a thumb ring guy. <laughs> I judge... You should just... You should I keep a journal of things harshly. that you think about. One of my really good <laughs> friends right now, he used to wear a thumb ring. When I first met him, he would wear a thumb ring. And I called him out on it. Do you ever wonder about people who wear fedoras? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's only room for one of those in a room on a, yeah. on a man. I don't think I've ever seen more than one fedora in a room, and that would it's be similar, scary. It's similar to man buns. It's like, if what? there's two or more man buns in a room, I'm like, I'm going to put my hair down. Have you ever been to L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I like man buns. I think they're... I, I, I feel like they're not as... There was a time when every guy had a man bun. Yeah. Now they're kind of... There was a moment. They're not as trendy. Yeah. They're more practical. Yeah, I you know. know. I know. Thank goodness. Today I saw somebody with a pair of jeans on, and they had like racing stripes on them. Like on the sides. Yeah. Like two bars. A guy? Yeah. It was... I think it's a trend right mm-hmm. now. Did you see that? And the, I'm struggling real, like real hard. Yeah, with the, that. The racing stripe thing reminds me of the. Um, do you remember those like jogger, like the sweatpants yeah, things yeah. that had the stripes down the side, but then they also had the buttons. They're like the yep, rip off. The rip offs. Yeah, those were back too. Recently, yeah, they look like yeah. It's like a combination of that and like old school like prison pants. <laughs> it's so weird. It's I'm just like I saw Who's somebody up with this stuff, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like this is not. Do you think there's just a room of people out there somewhere who like just is like flipping through stuff and like, you know what trend we should send out right now? There could be because I, I, it would be really, I'd be really curious to study the science of trends Yeah, because I see fanny packs coming back. Well, okay. Which is like. Fanny packs are great. I I think they're super practical, but. If you're traveling. Three years ago, if your dad was wearing a fanny pack, you would not let him like forget. Mm Mm-hmm how much he embarrassed you. Yeah. I think more so than fashion trends, like home trends, I yeah. think are really strange to me. Like I, if I showed you a picture of my living room growing up, you'd be like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, for sure. But at one point people thought that that looked like so cool. Yep. And I'm like, who thought this was yeah. cool? Which is crazy to think that one day our yeah. children will be like, dad, why did Some, you have that? Someone's going to think subway tile is atrocious. Yeah. It's so cool. Right I now. know. It's so it's cool. So hot. And same thing with like wedding bands. Yeah. Like rose gold. 
Is really is yours rose gold? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I <laughs> like rose my gold. Hands yeah. <laughs> just like everything I say, you're like, I'm wearing that right now. I know. I do that. <laughs> I have a man bun. No, but <laughs> everybody like rose gold's like really popular right now. But yeah. at some point, it it will look. Yours is oh you 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 have a gold ring though, don't you? But I'll be bro. honest. Like I do love my ring, but like, do I wish it were gold? Yes, mm. mainly just be. And I mean, but we Gold's decided. Gold's kind of timeless, right? Yeah, we decided on rose gold because it looked best with the opal but i mean gold would look fine with an opal too anyway i digress yeah um i wish it were gold now not because i don't like it but just because i wouldn't i feel like this is going to go out of style sure and i liked it but now i'm just like oh god like i feel like someone's gonna look at me and 10 down 10 years down the road and be like oh she was that woman is so 2015 i know seriously (laughs) (laughs) i I think i'm probably gonna do a tattoo right there is it going to be words or like an image? I think I'm actually going to do, I think the, the, it's called contour. Okay. Um, like the drawing term, it's like a contour thing. Okay. I don't know. I heard Jingo say that word once and I'm going to go with it. I mean, I know what contour is. Yeah. I don't know what it explain is, the but it, it's basically just going to be like a really, sm- uh, like an out, a small, like contour outline of a wolf. Oh. Uh, cause my wife's last name is wolf. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, but we'll see. Oh, I don't know if it can, if it's tattooable, particularly on the finger, because if it is it like are, a silhouette outline of a wolf? Yeah, yeah that's a contour. Of, yeah. yeah. So there there was like a cool one. It was like really small and simple. Because mm. rings, I have to take this off in the shower. If not, I get this weird rash under my finger. I can imagine that really rubbery. Because is that silicone? Right. This is silicone. Yeah. yeah. But even when um. Like I put my, I have an, another ring that's mm-hmm. like carbon fiber and wood, bent wood, I think. Okay. Um, but that will like hurt. Yeah. Uh, my fingers. The shoot that I was at today, um, the photographer had their rings and he, and apparently the guy doesn't wear it anymore because it's split. Oh, really? But it's like actually just like a piece of wood. Like if you had whittled a ring out of wood and it was so cool but I, i'm sure that'd just be like, kind of cool to take like a solid piece of wood and just like yeah just kind of like slowly go my no gra- my grandfather made a chain like a from from a log what do you mean a chain like a like, rings no 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 like you whittle it together it started oh, as a dang. log and you carve out in between and then it's loose links dang oh my gosh dude your gra- grandfather's a badass <laughs> yes can he make his wooden ring uh, he, he he could have yes yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, oh yeah oh sorry. <laughs> I was like he could I was like oh. ooh sorry well, that's yeah. okay <laughs> oh my god what are the um, <laughs> make a, if he can so make a chain he can make a wooden ring. yeah um Caitlin what are the biggest challenges you're facing right now um probably time management and like saying I I don't want to say saying yes to everything but I say yes to everything yeah. Yeah. Like this podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm happy to do it 100%, but like I should totally be at Cathead Press right now printing yeah. instead of like preparing are you, for that Are you show. like somewhat prepared? I have all the, like all the art finish. I just have to print all of it. So, which is a process in itself. But yeah. like I say yes to everything, like the shoot today. And um, why do you think you do that? I don't, I just like the opportunity because I'm like, if I just keep being proactive, then it just... Like, it's not like it's just going to not go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, if I just keep doing things, then eventually, like, it just catches on. And I don't know, kind of like when you're rolling a snowball and it just, like, gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's kind of the way I think of it. 
What? How do you manage your time? How do you combat your your challenge of time management? <laughs> I worded that weird, but try and keep a planner. And the, are you a paper planner or a digital planner? Paper planner. Oh, okay. Digital like. I see you. Yeah. Are you a digital planner? I am. Okay. My wife is a paper planner. Yeah. Things fall through the cracks quite often. Really? Yeah. Because it's in my calendar, but. Well, she often is just like, like she goes to like a meeting and then she calls me. Hey, can you look at my planner and see if this happened? I'm like, sure. Yeah. This could also be solved. I know. By using iCalendar. I know. Um, but I think it's just kind of like for me, writing something down is like sets it in my brain. Yeah. And like remember it There's better. There's like, yeah, versus, it's like a mental. Yeah. I don't know. It just works for me better, but. Yeah, I would say keeping a planner helps. Also, what would help is just to like say no every now and then. Sure. Like every <laughs> five. No. Yeah, I know. Kaylee, you just missed out on a huge opportunity, but it's my fifth it's the fifth time someone asked me. I know. That's making me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. I think it's just I wonder if that's just like a the uh another creative curse. Yeah, probably. Or just you're you're trying to like hustle and grind. And yeah. Or just like being excited and wanting to do too much. Yeah. I'm doing too much. Send help. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you usually have a pretty adequate gauge when you're like, I'm super spent right now? Like <laughs> no, right now. Like, well, I know I'm spent right now. Yeah. I think if someone were going to some would come to me and say, like, oh, can you do something next week? I'd be like, No. Yeah. But it hasn't happened yet, so I haven't had to say no. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know when I cross that bridge. Can you draw something for me? Yeah. What? She'll say no. Oh. It's a perfect setup. <laughs> <Stop>. You totally <laughs> Oh, no, you're just like, yeah. Got it. That was Got like... It. That was so funny because that was so genuine. You're like, sure, I yeah, I loved it. <laughs> like I had... Oh, my God. Oh, man. It's like I wasn't even paying attention to what I was just talking about. Yeah. Oh, God. It's Dude, like right. my brain and my heart are yeah. not the same body. That's okay. <laughs> um, is Canada Press open... Like all the time, or is it certain hours? Um, they have like open studio hours on the weekends. Okay. Um, I do think like, oh gosh, I'm really not sure. I do know that they're open throughout the week, um, but they don't have someone to like watch the shop and except for on the weekends. Gotcha. So like, if you wanted to go in and print, um, you can also pay. I think it's twenty five dollars for a, a whole day, um, which is pretty good. I mean, because if you're going to go in there and you're going to print all day long, mm-hmm. it really isn't that bad. Sure. But yeah, those are their hours. That's cool. I need to check I that spot out. It's really I've awesome. I've heard some dope things. You should just go like their Facebook page and look at their upcoming events because okay. they do like um, block printing, studio uh, workshops. Well, um, around Christmas, you can like come in and make your own Christmas card and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And um, what is the uh, the... Cider. That's right. Yes, they. Um, is that close by? Yeah, it's right next to them. Mm-hmm. So they like. Provide oh, is, it's in the. It's in that building. Not in that building. It's okay. like a few blocks down. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that's where uh, Needhammer. Yeah, I've only been there one time. Needhammer. Do you like? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? I, Needhammer. I, I people who work there, they're like Need Needhammer. Needhammer. But I'm like, I'm an American, so I'm gonna say Needhammer. I say. <laughs> With that's a little bit of a Texan accent. Neat hey, hammer. yeah, that's neat hammer. <laughs> um, yeah, it's their cold brew's good. Okay. Um, they do crepes too. 
Oh. Which are kind of cool. It's a nice surprise. It's it's probably one of the better like aesthetically pleasing shops in the city. What's your favorite? Coffee shop? Yeah. Aesthetically. Oh. Probably the hipster in me is like, don't say provider. provider. Don't say, say provider. provider. <laughs> the, the hipster in me is like, eh, no. You Wait, know? what? I feel well, like the it's hipster just in you would say provider. No, because that's like, it's like the cool, trendy place. Oh my God. Which I'm just, I have you to be original. Sick. I do. I make myself sick. The coffee's great there. The, the, the space is dope. And I like that it's smaller. Mm-hmm. And it's not super so like five people in there can feel like the energy is pretty cool. But provider's probably the the best spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Need hammer's pretty. It's cool. Um, I like the energy in Calvin Fletcher's. Really, uh, I haven't been there in a, like a super long time. Mm-hmm. But it's just very. Everyone's pretty like bustling when they're there. Yeah, there's like a lot of but th- they have that little um, like library corner or the yeah. bookshelf. Yeah, that's just kind of a nice place to like kick it. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. actually at Smash, oh yeah, they have a dope loft. Yeah, I've sat it's up there before. It's super cool. Yeah. And you're kind of like away from it. And sometimes I'll sit up there and I'm like, man, if I ever have like an office one day, like yeah. this is what I want my office to be. To like overlook mm-hmm. all of the people below you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, yeah, providers probably. I know. Don't okay. say the hipster in you wants it. I'm just, I want people to know that I'm authentic. And sometimes I just need them to know that I feel better than them. <laughs> oh my god, I'm That's <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, Nobody really probably cares. No, I mean I can relate. I feel like the hip the hipster in me is maybe a little more honest. Yeah, I, well, I think I'm like what I just said. Didn't have to say that, but I'm like super. <laughs> also had to the I hipster in you had to say. I'm that. I'm just like I have to let people know that I'm a terrible person. <laughs> You have to know that I always feel better than you. You yeah. just have to know. No, the hipster in you had to say that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say a provider. Yeah. Because but it's, it's a dope. And then I love that their neon sign. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Is their Wi-Fi password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clever. Clever That's girl. That's super cool. I like their tile. The, uh, the, or oh, on the, the wall? The, like, hunter green mm-hmm. tile. It looks really good in there. Yeah. Is it dope spot? Provider, shout out. Shout out. Hey, Neil. Keep working. <laughs> keep grinding. Neil? Neil Warner's the owner. Okay. Him and his brother own it. I think there's another person, but okay. they own Kochek in. Oh, cool. Provider. Yeah, I feel like Kochek needs, I don't know. It's it, like a weird space. It's it's a weird space, but I think it's effective. Really? For... Where it is? The per- yes. Because I, I think a lot of people just have meetings there, like 30-minute meetings. Yeah. It's not the most conducive, like, I'm going to post up at a coffee shop. And, like, and, take pics. And, yeah. Like, so it, it's more of a... It's not the blogger is, spot. Yeah. It's not the <laughs> blogger, like, insta, insta, like, husband spot, you know, where... <laughs> so sad. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's the spot that I think people have meetings. Yeah. And just, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, it's not what I expected, mm-hmm. I guess. Was I that your first why. time there? When we yeah. Met? Okay. Uh-huh. I remember I walked up to the counter and I was like, wait, these are all the same drinks as provider. Yeah. I was like, who's doing Who's doing this? Yeah. Who's what, doing this? Who's lazy? lazy? Come on. <laughs> no, um, I just didn't know that they were the same. Yeah. And so I was just really confused. Yeah. 
I'm excited for, I'm sure they'll probably keep growing mm-hmm. and keep opening up shops. I know. Um, as we wrap it up, um, we always ask each person, what is your favorite color? I'm just kidding. Oh. That's <laughs> uh, a hard question. Blue, no, green. Ah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what do you think the role of the artist is today? Mm. To like influence community, especially in Indianapolis. Yeah. What is that? Unpack that a little bit. Um, I think, you know, if I feel like it's happened in every city, like known to man where like, it's not as popular, but artists live there and they make the city really awesome. And then, you know, the city grows. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, Indianapolis could definitely benefit from artists just, you know, keep staying here and being proactive and mm-hmm. like opening new coffee shops and cool spaces where people who aren't creative go and just love it. You know, like, um, I was in a provider, speaking of provider again, um, I was there a couple weeks ago and there was this older couple who was on a road trip and they just kind of like stopped in. Cool. And, um, yeah, they, I mean, they definitely stuck out like a sore thumb because like there's a certain type of person you see a provider, um, like younger people and, Or people who are just like working. A lot of Birkenstocks. Yeah, a lot of, and man buns. Man buns. (laughs) Um, But um, no, they were just really loving it. And I think like going to cities like that, I know for me, like traveling, and if I go into a really cool spot, I'm like, wow, um, it makes you appreciate the city more because there's cool places to go and kind of relax. And it kind of like, you get to witness the community there because a lot of locals hang out at provider all sure. the time. Yeah. Um, and so I think an artist's role today, especially here in Indianapolis is just to like keep opening cool stuff, keep doing cool stuff because then and the people come, if yeah, you build it, they will yeah. come, you know? Yeah, totally. Because that's kind of what's happening in, uh, have you been to Detroit? No, Detroit. But I, heard it's I went better. there a couple years ago. Um, I saw Chance the Rapper, which was uh, and no it was like, other place. To and see it was Chance the it was like right before he just like blew up. Okay, but it was and I, I've never really like heard of him, mm-hmm. but it was so cool. And we just like hung out in the city. There's just some like cool energy, but a ton of artists are like moving there. Yeah, and making it super super cool. Yeah, they just had a music festival, Mopop. Okay, was just there. I think like Bonnie Vare was on the bill. Oh, cool. Um, I think the national was on it. Uh-huh. They had a pretty. I don't know who the national is. You don't? No, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? I might. It, I might. <laughs> your face. It <laughs> really? Lo- it looked like you were kidding. No. So I was like, yeah. Um, they're <laughs> like the quintessential like indie rock band. When I think oh. of indie rock, I think of the national. Oh, okay. They don't I've probably. None of their, their music. music is very ca- like. I'm trying to think how I could even. None of their music is like super catchy. Uh huh. But um, okay, they're I'll they're look them they're, up. they're when I think of indie rock, I'm just like the National. That's okay. the, the first band I think. I'll of. check it out um, for sure. But yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I think artists mm-hmm. are, and that's even happening on the west side of town right now. Yeah, with uh, people for Urban Progress is over there. Really, I think United States of Indiana is over there. Mm-hmm. Someone else is over there. I can't think mm-hmm. about it, but I don't know. I think uh, you know it's hard because you. You want to keep Indianapolis what people know and love, like Fountain Square, for example, is just like changing really fast. And people, what, how do you feel about that? I feel okay about it. Um, like I'm from a place that 
like I was born into it already being established. Yeah. So I've never had to see a city like change and grow and like completely transform. Mm-hmm. Um, so like being in a community and watching that happen and watching the people a part of that community get upset that it's changing is just new for me in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I mean, it's new for everyone because people who've lived here forever, all of a sudden Indianapolis sure. is just like turning over a new leaf. Um, it's hard because I want to keep, I want Fountain Square to be what Fountain Square, like what it can provide. Yeah. Like Mass Ave is Mass Ave for, you know, the places to go out at night and um, all those restaurants and just the strip of like dining and sure. drinking. Yeah. Um, I want Fountain Square to remain like music and the arts. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if people are going to try and make it the next Mass Ave, then like what kind of diversity within sure. like experiences does Indianapolis have? So that's my only thing. Yeah. But if people come and, you know, they move into these places and they are kind of like putting money into these businesses and like people moving to Indianapolis and buying the art from local artists, like that's only a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful not to like draw the artists out, but also like, I don't know, have a really good balance where like artists can stay, but then people can move in. And Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a challenge. Is, yeah. Um, I went to a creative mornings. And they were, I can't remember the, the speaker's name, but he was talking about artists, like you were saying, like influence and create culture. Mm-hmm. And then other people come. Yeah. And then, to do, and then it's just like they price the artists out. And the yeah. artist's like, I'm going to go to this place. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, it's that's super cool. They're, and it's just like. Well, do you know who Tom Sachs is? is? Uh-uh. Um, he's a really well-known artist. Um, he lives in New York City. Um, and he still lives in New York city, but, um, during his talk, he was saying how, um, there were, what talk was this? It was at Heron. Um, He was a visiting artist. Um, and he had a lot of his, he had a gallery showing there and his work is so awesome, but he's one of those people like Jeff Coons who like has a team of people who like create work with him. Oh, Um, do you know who Jeff Coons is? I don't. He's the guy who makes like the giant metal inflatable animals. He did like a really famous sculpture of Michael Jackson with a chimpanzee. Okay. I, yeah. I don't what? know. I'm sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but Tom Sachs was saying how when he first moved to New York, it was uh, like affordable mm-hmm. and he lived there with a bunch of other artists. And now he's like one of the last artists to like actually be able to live like in New York mm-hmm. City. There are still a lot, but like he's really successful and can afford it. Yeah. But artists just get pushed out and it's just like the natural, yeah. I guess. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what happened at the Murphy, thing. the Murphy Center, man. I know, dude. It's just like, yeah. How do how do you think you combat that as an artist? <sighs> Stop creating cool things. No, um, <laughs> I think I think it's like trying to find a way where because I think the battle right now has got to be with like the the landlords and like the building owners. So it's like if you can find a way to be like what we want to put in here is really cool, where people can make art and it's good for the community, but like there's still revenue. Sure. Because um, I think, like, iMocha, they didn't stay because they weren't really making money for the building owner. And so it's, I mean, that's a really good question. I think it's going to take a lot of mulling over and trying mm-hmm. to think of good ideas. But, but I mean, the building owners want to put in restaurants and sure. shops and ways that, you know, they can make money. Yeah, there's like a, there's a give and take, I think. Yeah. With, I, th- I think there has to be a give and take between the creative and then like the corporate mm-hmm. institution. Like yeah. they both have to work together. Totally. Cause if it's too creative, it's going to go out of business. Yeah. You know? And if it's too corporate and institutional, like it's going to 
become stale mm-hmm. and not as yeah um, unique. Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely a, yeah a give and take of of that. Totally, but it's like, will there be? Is the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um on the near east side. That's kind of. I think it's like an Irvington interesting, area. Uh, like um, like this is the near east side where we're at. Oh. Um, this is the Circle City Industrial Complex, yeah. um, 10th Street, like 10th and Keystone, okay. that okay. area. Yeah, I think it's it's on the cusp of either kind of just like becoming Found Square mm-hmm. and just yeah, artists are going to be here, then they're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Or because I think there is a strong neighborhood association and a neighborhood identity yeah. that I think the people kind of want to push back mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. on stuff like that. For sure. Um, I don't know. I just think maybe, uh, I don't know how to fix it. It's just so crazy. Yeah. It's weird living here and seeing it happen. Yep. For it's sure. And, but I mean, it, this is not just here. It's just like around the country. Oh yeah. There's only been like, like three places that have like gentrified. Well, yeah. Where like the poor people are still in the neighborhood. People are still helping out. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's almost impossible. I know. I know. But I mean, like, it's it's either like, do people not want Indianapolis to grow? It's yeah. like, what do you want the end goal to be? Yeah. Like, for your city. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I've talked to so many people, like, oh, Indy's great. There's so many cool things happening and it's affordable. And I'm just like, yes. But, like, if we don't push back a little bit in like five years, it's going to be like super expensive. Mm hmm. I mean, it's already more, I've only lived here for three years Mm -hmm. and like when we were looking at houses in Fountain Square and it was like, it was like pricier for like Indianapolis. But I remember being like, oh, this is chump change to me, like coming from California rent to, and so, um, I like had no problem living downtown, but we just ended up not doing it. And now we're like, oh my God, like this is like what we're paying for now it was better than my living situation in California, mm-hmm. but it's still more than yeah. what I was paying there. Yeah, my so. my um, I bought my house. It'll be three years ago in November, mm-hmm. and last year, like my property taxes went way. I think my mortgage went up almost three hundred dollars oh a month, which is like that's a lot. Crazy! It was crazy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like yeah, this is crazy right uh-huh. now, I know. and like. We could afford it, uh-huh. but barely. Yeah, but do and you I'm wanna... just thinking, like, what about my neighbor? Yeah, how can they? Uh huh. I don't know, man. It's nuts. It's crazy. We just talk about this all day, and I, I know. I know. Well, then I guess circling back and finishing it off is, I think, artists just need to keep doing what they're doing yeah. here because I mean they're doing something right, obviously. For sure, absolutely. Like Indianapolis is growing really fast, so like we're on the right track and artists are doing the right thing. Yeah. But it's just, it's blowing up really quickly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You want to do a speed round? Yeah. Let's cool. do it. You ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what's the, what's the last meal on earth for you? What's it going to be? Oh my God. And then you die. I would say just like a big buttery steak from Ruth's Chris. Oh, nice. Yeah. Respect. Uh, what's your least fa- oh sorry what is your favorite word probably dude dude okay what is your least favorite word oh man bro <laughs> actually <laughs> no uh it probably had to be one of those words that are just like gross 
Like, I'm not one of those people seepage. who's like, I, yes, seepage. Seepage. Uh, I'm not one of those people who hates the word moist, but it's going to be yeah. like in that category. Yeah. 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 I think my only pushback with moist is like, how else do you describe a cake? Yeah. I love moist cake. Yeah. So like, sign me up. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh God. When people leave, uh, like crumbs all over the floor. Cause mm. then I step on the crumbs mm. and they're on my feet. Yeah. You should just wear socks. It's a nightmare. No, Sog I don't like wearing problem. socks. Okay. Not even in the winter. <laughs> um, you can consume one artist for the rest of your life. Who is it going to be? Only one. All, all the other ones die. No. <laughs> Penny and Sparrow. Penny and Sparrow. Yeah. It's really interesting. A lot of all of the artists, they generally pick a musical artist. Yeah. Which I find really fascinating. Out of like all the art mediums. Well, I think maybe it's just because like music is the one that's the most accessible. That you know? or I think everyone creates to music, like whatever, oh. whether you're writing or so I you, feel like music is the main influential. Would you ever. say music is the most important art form? <sighs> you know, I, I hate to say like not, it's not trying to betray, but I really do think so. Like people sing. I mean, this sounds maybe kind of like weird and motherly but like people sing to like their babies when they're like in their belly and like so it's like music is comforting and there's like music therapy and Mm -hmm. i mean there's art therapy too like painting and using your hands but but that doesn't work but it doesn't work as well as music music. (laughs) no i mean i create all of my work to music Mm -hmm. um and it's like strongly influenced by music okay so cool. I'd so say music. I, I am a superior artist you are, to yeah. everybody. <laughs> I am not worthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can be one person for a day. Who are you going to be? Penny or Sparrow? Which <laughs> right. <clears throat> uh, wow. I know you said this is a speed round, but I'm taking a long time to answer That's these. That's fine. Um, I almost want to say like someone who actually isn't real. Like, no, you know what? Actually... I want to be Anne Bonny for a day. Who's that? She's the first like female pirate. Oh, she that'd be kind of cool. VA. Yeah, she's awesome. That sounds interesting. That's yeah, a good she's answer. Cool. Yeah, Anne Bonny. Mm-hmm. Shout out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so they're making a movie about you. Okay. Who's gonna play you? <laughs> oh man. Is that you? It is you. Stop doing it's that. It's Ethan's phone. Googling Anne Bonny. Oh, she's <laughs> great. Um, uh, when I worked at Disneyland, people would, I mean, I think it's like tourist things to tell yeah. you. They'd be like, who do you, they'll just tell you who they think you look yeah. like. Um, I got Scarlett Johansson a lot cool. and Charlie's Throne, so probably either of those. Like, okay. yeah. Who would the, physically. who would your antagonist be? Ooh. Wow. Hmm. Corporate America. Corporate America. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. How punk rock are you? Uh, who's your love interest? Oh. Um. Hmm. I, I don't... I'm one of those people who, like, doesn't have, like, hardcore celebrity crushes. Yeah. Is that weird? Um. Yeah. Yeah? Really? I don't know. I think they come in waves. Sure. Like when I saw Who's, King who, when I saw King Kong when I was younger, I thought Adrian Brody was so hot. Oh like yeah. am I okay? <laughs> and then you saw him in the penis and you're like, what the hell is going on? I'm all right. Um oh gosh. I don't know. Um 
Chris Hemsworth probably. Okay. I like him with I like the short hair. Oh. Much better. I just like guys with long hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, <sorry>. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me take my man button out. Uh, all right. Um if you what's the first thing you would buy if you won the lottery? Mm. A Cintiq tablet, probably. Excuse me? A Cintiq tablet? It's so, like one of those huge things that are like computers, but they're touchscreen and you draw on them. Oh, like Tony Stark stuff? The, uh, I guess so. Okay. We have a theme going. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you can move to one place and you live there for the rest of your life and you can't travel anywhere else. Where's it going to be? Ooh, somewhere tropical. I'd probably just like move to Hawaii. Okay. Just live on an island. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's like a, I, a, like really really high like homeless population there that's so sad but and it's like, like but i think they choose because yeah. it's it's the place like you can be homeless yeah and actually like live a good live life. off the land yeah yeah um isn't it i, don't know. I need to start you... i need to start citing articles before i start saying so. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna start quoting you yeah whatever that's not my fault <laughs> i heard that's, i listened to this podcast one time where yeah, this guy said that. <laughs> um that's it. That's all we got. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. You feel all right? I feel good. Yeah. Uh, what's your handles? Give people your uh, uh, everything my, Everything you got. My Instagram handle is Caitlin Despain. It's K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-D-E-S-P-A-I-N. Is this is the Spain capitalized when yeah. you... Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. It is. Dope. When people don't... Yeah. My brother doesn't. Despin. I'm like, this is your own name. And he's yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and then my website is caitlindespain.com. Cool. And spelled the same way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you capitalize anything for the website. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess I I would say promote things, but I don't know when this is coming out. So it might be difficult. This will probably come out in the fall. Oh. Or like, yeah, I would say probably like September. Oh, okay. Do you have well, anything going on? I have then? a Ooh, show. At we can the, actually probably release it. Oh, I have a show. I have a show at the Oil Wick on the fifteenth of September. Oh, so low. where's the Oil Wick? What? <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> so where? Um, no, I was being. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Oil Wick is on Delos. Did you write? Did you write that down? The Oil Wick, September fifteenth. You heard of the guy? So you wrote it down. <laughs> He's, he's a digital <laughs> planner. No, he's a mind What's planner. What's the Oil Wick? The Oil Wick is an artist collaborative space. Um, they have a gallery, but it's also studios. Okay. Yeah. Dope. So they don't have like a, like Cathead Press has a gallery, but they mm. also have like all of the equipment you would need. Uh, the Oil Wick is just like studios and gallery. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. You have a lot of fine artists there, awesome. so they don't really need anything except for like their own materials. Cool. But it's really cool. Okay. It's super awesome. September 15th. It's off State and Delos. Okay. I think it's called Delos. Cool. Everyone make it out to uh, yeah. the Oil Wick and support Caitlin. We'll be sure to, we'll probably release it maybe that Wednesday. Sure. The Wednesday prior. Yeah. Sounds cool. good. Thank awesome. You. Caitlin, this is wonderful. Thanks. Loved having you. You're great at what you do. Thank you. And you're great at talking. Th- so. Yeah. I was on a, I've been on podcasts. Oh, you have? I used Ooh, to do you're a podcast. seasoned. I am. Do you, ha- you used to do a podcast? I used to do a podcast with my friend from California, and it was uh, specifically, um, it wasn't P- specifically. Pac- specifically. It was specifically yeah. um, Star Trek. 
Oh, that's awesome. But <laughs> but we also talked about other things. We had we just had a segment called Weekly Trek Up. Oh, cool. But it was Are where, you a big Trekkie? I wasn't until we started the podcast. Okay. But we would we start started it like episode one. Okay. And we would just talk about how funny they were. What's the big what's the what's the big deal with General Zod, huh? <laughs> Who's that guy? Just kidding. <laughs> I just want to annoy uh, Star Trek fans because I made a Superman reference. Oh, okay. And people are like, what? <laughs> what the hell's wrong no. with him? Yeah, but that was fun. We would do yeah. the podcast all the time. Cool. I miss it. Yeah. He actually came to our wedding and he like had his voice recorder and he oh, like, interviewed awesome. us at the wedding. That's cool. <laughs> That's like, dope. Yeah. Cool. I know. Thank you so much for doing yeah, this. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Me too. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Caitlin to Spain. Go do art. Go do things. <laughs>